This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Scoop. I'm your host, David Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Alanis Morissette never dies. <laughs> what? Really? That was, that was enough? I'm just... It, actually, now I can't hear Greg. Ryan Geddes. Hey, everybody. Is here. What's it's up? Been, uh, a little too long. For Ryan Geddes. That's what she said. Can you really not hear me? <laughs> I can't really hear you very well. I, I, I sound funny in my Oh, that sounds too. good. No, that sounds ooh, good now? We're like, good? Yeah. You've already won me over. <laughs> Joining us for his first uh, appearance on GameScoop is our new uh, um, master-in-chief. Woo! Commander-in-chief. Casey Lynch, uh, the new editorial uh, editor-in-chief at IGN. Hello. I don't know any Alanis Morissette lyrics, so... I, sure you do. You you gotta do you're a music guy. Deep, do, do your part. What You've you already won me over. Inside of me. No, inside of me. Inside of me. I like that. That's what you really meant. No. Uh, I, I planned that. So yes, uh, welcome, welcome, Casey. Thank you, Damon. I think uh, I, I'm excited about uh, the future of IGN. Thanks going forward. I think we've been fast friends. To be honest with we, you, we have. Well, I, I was really, I was really afraid because you went to Comic Con immediately, and I thought, you yeah. Know, he doesn't like me, so he's. That's just, why I went to Comic Con. Right, so but I. I can't stay here with this guy. I, I think I drunk tested, texted you several times, so. Um, mm. Wow, that helped. And I definitely was drunk when I was sexting you. Playboy. Uh, but uh, we, we, while the uh, the coming of of, of Casey, wow. <laughs> if Casey didn't know, this is being recorded on a Tuesday, and you can see why we usually wait till Friday. David is rusty. What is going on? It's a while the, for the, the wheels to really the, start turning and have The arrival time. of Casey Lynch is, is a happy thing. We also have a, a sort of a, 
uh, a, sad, a sad event is about to occur as well. That's right. Greg has been gaining a little bit of weight. It's true. I, I try to exercise by taking off my shirt, but it doesn't, it doesn't burn as many seeing, as I thought it would. I, I've been off for a few weeks. I yeah. uh, had a baby, in case people on the other side of the microphone didn't, didn't know that. It was awesome, uh, but I was off for a few weeks, and I just kept following Twitter, and every five or six days, Greg was taking his shirt off somewhere. Yeah, it's a kind bar, of become a thing. A restaurant, an event, a developer interview, uh, in the office, a wherever. A baby christening. Yeah, just around brisses. He was uh, taking his shirt off everywhere. It's hard to cage a cougar. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it all seems right, like it's been... <laughs> <laughs> it's been escalating a little bit, I think. Or maybe it's just... I'm using Twitter more. I think it's so. just that now you're one of these parents. You know, before you yeah. were freewheeling, having a lot of fun. That's now right. you have a kid to worry about. You're like, oh my god, these these child predators out there on the Twitter. <laughs> you kind of are a child predator. <laughs> the cougars and the panthers on the, <laughs> on the Twitter. We should mention that tonight's antics are brought to you by brought to us by uh, Game Super listener Birch, who was kind enough to send us a bottle of Bullet Rye whiskey that we're enjoying right Which now. Which I promptly didn't drink and poured myself a rum job. Yes, Greg's having a run. Greg, Greg, Greg's not really a whiskey guy. This is the first rum job I've ever drank on GameScoop, I believe. Oh, yeah, probably. But Bullet is, uh, Bullet is like one of my favorite whiskey companies. They make a great bourbon. The rye is fairly new. It's great, too. So thank you very much, Bert. We'll, we'll put it to good use. Back on track. Sad news. I'm sorry to break this to everybody. Uh, this will be uh, Ryan Geddes' final official appearance Yay, on, on GameScoop. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure you'll be on again sometime in the future, but not as an employee of IGN. That's right. Um, this is my last week at IGN. Um, I am leaving the company after four years of glorious uh, hijinks. I'm heading over to a job at 38 Studios uh, out in Rhode Island. The guys who are doing Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning and the upcoming MMO. And I'm really super excited about it. Um, it's a great team and an awesome opportunity, but I'm also, you know, I'm really sad because I love IGN and I love everybody here. So it's a bit of a, it's a bittersweet thing. Damon and I were talking about that a little bit earlier. That's why we're recording on Tuesday. Ryan's not going to be here on Friday when we normally record GameScoop. So yeah, want so, to get him in here. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's one of those things where I almost don't even know what to say. Right? It's it's been IGN. Has Can been, you believe that? So you've been here for four years. GameScoop yeah. is five years old now. That's crazy. It's like, it feels of, like it's been going on for a hundred years. I know, right? There's just been so many changes. Yeah. I know. It's, we've been through God a lot. We've been through a lot over the years. It's uh, true. And, and great years, right? So, I mean... Uh, I think it was... Good, well, not great. 7.9, <laughs> right? 8.5. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was on GameScoop where we realized that you were, you were made of lava. That's right. We, yep. we got in a, in a horrible fight one time. Right? Yeah. That was, that I think was that fun. Was, I, yeah. I was talking with um, Overlord of Superfans, Matt Jones, today. Matt Jones? And uh, he, he, was, he did some research and was able to find... That is episode 97, where uh, Ryan, and Ge- Ryan and Greg got into a fight. A fight that was so strong, it broke the podcast. The audio ripped <laughs> a whole still, entire... And you yeah. still posted it. And we posted it anyway, yeah. Uh, did, yeah. That was one of my favorite game scoop moments, actually, I think. Um, yeah, so if anybody wants to listen to that, that's uh, episode 97. And, of course, all of the previous GameScoop episodes are handily archived on uh, the My IGN blog, GameScoop Archives, run by Matt Jones. Mr. Matt Jones. Matt yeah. Jones? And you, you have to... more Matt Jones news to share later, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, well, we can even do that right now. Okay. This guy, I mean, this is how you become overlord of the superfans, listeners. He got a license plate that says Scoop. Many, well, I guess four years ago now, and uh, so when he, he got had, in early before when, the yeah, when he had to retire, <laughs> he had to retire his license plate recently, get a new license plate. So he mailed us the license plate with a frame, and uh, so we have it framed now. We're going to put it up in the uh, in the podcast room here. It's pretty awesome. It's very nice, Matt Jones. That's why we like you. I've been telling you guys for the past few days. I'm going to miss you. I miss you 
like working with you, being around you every day. Huh. That's definitely true. I haven't heard you say that. To uh, me. Except except for Greg. <laughs> um, but you know, it's more than that, right? It's it's this. It's people who listen to this show. It's the people who care about IGN and games and what we do and the larger community out there. So I'm definitely going to miss interacting with you guys like on a daily basis. But I'm still going to be on Twitter, on Facebook, on my IGN. So reach out to me just like you've always reached out to me. You know, message me on Twitter. Message me everywhere. I mean, I'm still part of IGN. I don't think, like, if you really care about IGN, even when you leave, you're not really 100% gone, right? That's true. No one's ever gone. I see Craig Harrison here far too much. (laughs) Yeah. He's always bugging me. He really wants to be on GameScoop. So anyway, I don't have anything to say much farther than that. Just that um, I'm really excited. Uh, I think it's a, a great move for me, but I'm also, you know, uh, I'm I'm have a little bit of melancholy around I don't know I'm leaving the place. It's been a great four years. We've done a lot of really cool things together here Absolutely. at IGN. We, yeah. All the GameScoop TVs. Uh, yeah, it's been good. Anyway, uh, speaking, you were, you, were, you were just mentioning uh, our, our, how awesome our fans are. Greg and I were just hanging out with him in, in uh, San Diego for Comic Con. San Diego. Oh, did you take your shirt off at all? Yeah, I did. Huh, no, interesting. We videotaped yeah. it this time. Oh, wow. See, we, I had to lead a parade of booth babes from the IGN booth oh, babe thing. Oh, that sounds like a lot with of work. A bunch of, with a bunch of fans behind me. Mm-hmm. Over there. And when we got there, I threw it down. I just took off my shirt and danced with them. Awesome. Give, I, give what they want. I seem to recall you taking your shirt off for a certain wrestler as well. Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan gave me some uh, ch- chops there. Full-on oh. chops. Ch- catch that on video.ign.com. Actually, uh, listener Brendan uh, writes in with some questions about that. About the Hogan thing? Yeah. Oh my about God, your interview with, with Hulk Hogan. Wow. Oh, Casey Lynch, you are a natural game scoop. Uh, he says, uh, Hogan said he was only going to chop you at 60%, but it still looked like it hurt. Was, yes. it, ba- was it bad? It was. <laughs> it was. See, the, fr- the problem is that the man's got a hand like a frying pan. That He's was, got a lot of meat on his bones. I, if everybody wants to go back and watch a, a video for the TNA PSP we did, where I, I went and got chopped by uh, the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, I can't remember if it was Saban or Shell anymore. Anyways... They gave me two really good ones on the chest, and they gave it, like, they have little hands. They got, not little hands, <laughs> they have normal-sized hands, I should say, I guess. Like, and, like baby hands. They hit me, and I, per- at the, for weeks, I had the perfect imprint of their hand on my chest. And, yeah, Hogan hit me three different times. And the first one, he didn't go hard, and then I called them names, and then he hit me hard again, but he glanced off me. He wasn't happy with it. I, didn't, I couldn't understand what he was saying was wrong with it. <laughs> Wow. This is the last I'm time. Gonna <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. And so yeah, the third one really. really I want to really see stuck. what your get us impression one more time. It <laughs> <laughs> look like a, like a rapper, like a fish rapper. If I was a, a fish, a rapping fish. <laughs> this is why we need a camera in here. That was that was amazing. <laughs> if, a tr- if a trout was a gangster rapper, I won't lie to you. Back in the, the old days of the my IGN icons and, or the old IGN <laughs> icons for our old blog and stuff, I always wanted Geddes's blog icon to be an animated gif of me doing the Geddes impression. <laughs> I'm sorry that dream never You, came you didn't really. make it for me. I would have used it. I don't understand how to make them. I don't yeah. understand. It's, it's really complicated. It's What's a gif? Um, everyone, listeners are always asking me what uh, Let's Get Panda means. And you were there with me in uh, Japan for the uh, right. inception of that. That's right. When we saw somebody wearing a t-shirt that says Let's Get Panda. And that made a lot of sense to us. We were like, yes. Yes, let's do Get let's. Panda. Let's do that. And we proceeded to do so. We've done it many, many times since yes. then. I get panda much more quickly than Ryan does. He's a very slow drinker. I am. I can drink two and a half drinks in the time it takes him to drink one. Uh, number two, uh, Brendan has a second question here. You seem to be taking your shirt off more and more recently, Greg. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Do you think that by this time next year you just won't bother wearing shirts anymore? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'd he's like a, to live in that world. He's How about not wearing just, a shirt uh, right now. Saran wrap. 
Just no shirt, but just saran wrap. So that'll still keep you warm. Just the wife beaters, just the white undershirts. That's yeah. what I want to wear. That you can easily rip. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's 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 the style Greg Miller was looking for. Uh, so no, the answer is no. I'll still be <laughs> Brendan lives in England, and he has some uh, pop, pop. an England a fun fact. <laughs> Here's his England fun fact. He says, over here, we say titbit, whereas on the other side of the pond, you say tidbit. I yeah. wondered why this was, and after a small amount of Googling, I found out that when you're... <laughs> when, and then some cleaning up. When your Puritan forefathers first left Britain, they changed it because they thought it was too salacious. I agree, it is. Yeah, I don't Tidbit like or titbit? Please tit-bit. stop saying titbit. Titbit. Like Just make sure you clear your history after that search. We're learning, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, we got another addition here, a new Colin, Colin Campbell, and he's teaching us all sorts of That's crazy right. English What was yeah. it? Like, cocked cock up? up? Today, cock up. Today was, it was cock, a real up. cock yeah. up. It was a cock up. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody, uh, well, I don't think we actually should solicit uh, definitions for cock up, should we? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> we already know what that means. <laughs> okay. We could we'll have some fun with it. But. Yeah. So that, that came up today. That's yeah. interesting. So, so I, the, the challenge has been to use that uh, generously today, which uh, we kind of cocked up. So Speaking yeah. of titbits and cock ups, I also interviewed Sasha Gray at oh, yeah, uh, right. Comic Con. Mm, She's a lady. It was, <laughs> well, I'm sorry? She's, She's a, lady. a lady. She is a lady, yeah. Uh, she she was she wasn't too uh, thrilled to be there. Did you chop her chest? I chopped her chest. Yeah, did it three times. <laughs> did you uh, cock her up? Mm, no. Mm. Now you've gone too far. Sorry. Come on. I did think it was strange. I thought because that's probably the first uh, woman I've talked to. Who wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Geddes, you like uh, Gears of War. Oh, God, I love it. So I, I come was a little bit upset because... Well, Why? Go ahead, yeah. Why? I missed an event recently where I would have yeah. been allowed to play Gears of War, but yeah. I guess you didn't get to go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, I, something I learned about Gears of War 3 at, at Comic-Con mm-hmm. is that it has this exclusive uh, casual mode. The multiplayer yes. does. I heard about this. So uh, at the panel, uh, Cliff Blazinski and the other guy rod ferguson yes he was there and they were talking about how they want gears of war 3 to be very approachable for newcomers even if you've never played a gears i call, I call them newbies yeah, okay. really that's yeah, what it's kind of a word i coined you just kind of came yeah. up with that go ahead uh yeah they don't want to be to scare people off who haven't ever played gears of war gears of war before so in the multiplayer mode the game's going to look to see if you have a save from gears one or two or if you play the gears of war 3 beta mm-hmm. if you don't have any of that uh then you can play in this exclusive casual game room with other New coming, newcomer players. We have auto assist or aim assist and um, presumably more health and things like that. Thoughts? I think it's awesome. Yeah? I think it's great. Like, why do people who've been playing these games for years need to play on casual mode? It's, it's the mode that everybody skips. I mean, I've never once played a casual mode on a Gears of War game. So I'm going to ignore that anyway. I think it's really cool that they're taking data that they've gathered from these games over the years and actually doing something with it. I mean, it's the only way to really make a safe zone for newcomers because otherwise you used to have they used to have ranked and unranked matches mm-hmm. and they figured that the noobs would go into the unranked matches but that wasn't the case because they found out that people who still were hardcore like players who played a lot they just wanted to play for fun they didn't want to play for a rank or for like a semi pro leaderboard standing they wanted to go in and play with their friends so i think it's really cool that they did that i think it's adaptive too like 
after 10 rounds or something, then you get bumped to the actual, ah, okay. something like that, or 10 kills, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's almost like uh, a tutorial with that, but it's a live fire drill. Like, uh, it used to be just like, they drop you in with bots. Like, I think mm. Gears 2 had a thing where you could go in and fight with bots playing in the multiplayer. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fine, but it's not really the same as it playing did? with real I, people. Like, you mean Horde, or...? No, I think that there was a way in Gears 2 that you could actually just play... The multiplayer match matches with bots. Really? Oh, first. Wow. I don't yeah. remember that at all. I could be wrong. But. I think that we're going to see a giant uptick for probably the first couple weeks or month of uh, new Xbox Live subscribers uh, because I imagine people are going to use their 48-hour accounts who play, who are like Gears of War ringers, uh, just to have some fun and uh, create a new Xbox Live account and play without any of those saves attached to that account. And just to just just to, to fuck with the new guys, just to make a mess of these noobs. I think I was wondering you, about that. Whoever these noobs are that that Ryan's talking, I was wondering. About. If about you're that dedicated much. enough to do that, then then you're uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, gar- there's no guarding you, against everybody that. Everybody did that in Halo Two, didn't you? Like, I did not do that no. in Halo Two. Oh, oh my that. god! Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> Team SWAT, you could just create a uh, you know a 48 hour um, gamer tag and just go on and mess with people. It was amazing. Just headshot everybody. You were, um, the thing that I think is cool about it is, in just in general, not, not even just bad. speaking from Gears, is it was fun. you're bad. Maybe the, the the trend, maybe I mean, if you can call it that, Mass Effect doing it and Gears doing it, of taking gamers' previous data and actually doing something with it in the next game. It kind of it's kind of a reward in a way uh, for playing those games, and even getting excluded from casual mode is in a way kind of saying you're kind of an elite player. Like you're you've played a lot of these games, you, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to exclude you from this noob area. Is there, Damon, is there anything in the game that rewards players who have played through Gears and Gears 2? Like like you're saying, sort of the, uh, you know, you come into it and you get XYZ because you've already played so much? I haven't heard about it. Are you talking about, like, so uh, with the new Spider-Man game, Edge of Time, if you have a save from the previous Spider-Man game, Shattered Dimensions, you unlock ten costumes right away. <gasps> well, and is that the sort of thing yeah, you're asking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah there I'm is not in sure. Gears of War 3 with the beta. So if you uh, played enough of the beta and and met certain criteria in the beta, you will have certain perks in right. the in Gears of War three. That and stuff is great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And like wasn't it like a golden shotgun or something like that, or a lancer? Or... Yeah, well, they're, they're all three of the weapons you could unlock uh, as gold, but I think there was only one of them that you could bring over into the game if you did did it in the beta. But they're also costumes. I think Thrashball Cole maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Seen that. was unlockable. But anyway. Uh, a lot more and more people are doing that. Uncharted did that too. So if you got to the twenty-five level cap or whatever, you have a whole bunch of money waiting for you when you get the real yeah, game. That's cool. Yeah, re- reward your your loyal yeah. gamers. IGN reader uh, Fundar three sixteen says, mm. "I would prefer a server that banned anyone under the age of twenty-five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that the problem, really? Under yeah, twenty-five year olds are the problem. Yeah. Age cap. That's Twenty-six really is when you really hit your stride. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, maturity." <clears throat> During this panel where uh, uh, Cliff Blazinski was talking about this, he also confirmed that grunge sucks. He said yeah. grunge sucks? Yes. Yeah. Huh. yeah I thought it. that was a random, like, that's really well, that's about 20, 20 years too late on, on that one, but... Uh, huh. It's been a recent uprising. I liked grunge. Kurt Cobain lookalikes. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, come on, there's so you, many great... You a lot of flannels? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wore them I wore them a lot. I can't see that. Did you know that... Uh, long hair. Next... Long hair, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> You've got long hair. <laughs> on my on your chin. chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, next month is the 10th anniversary of Nevermind. Speaking of grunge. Um, is that when Kurt Cobain's ghost no, comes back? No, it's not. It's uh, the sure? 20 year anniversary. Oh, the, 
Is it the 20? Oh, fuck. It did not come out in 2001. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back in my day. I mean, I'm, can you rewind that? Um, yeah. But it, it is the anniversary nonetheless. In 20 it is. years is correct. I'm so, so sorry. Apologies out there. I just There's a lot, of big, uh, a lot of big anniversaries this year. What, 20-year anniversary of the Super Nintendo? That's right. 25-year anniversary of Metroid. Right. Which is getting criminally overlooked, honestly. Like, everybody's talking about Zelda, which is great. And they should talk about the 25th anniversary of Zelda. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, Metroid was there as well. So, but go on. Sorry. 30th anniversary of Donkey Kong. Wow. This Whoa. year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of stuff this year. What do you get at Donkey Who Has Everything? I think it's the... F- <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue talking about shooters. Shooters are popular. I like them. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Battlefield 3 is coming out October 25th. Sure. That sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, a lot of people are excited about that one. I, I hear it's am. perfect on every version. <laughs> just frame for frame perfect on every Well, so it's coming to PC, Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3. Uh-huh. On the PC, it's going to support how many players? 64 players on PC. Bam. Oh, only 24 players on Xbox 360 Not bam. and oh, PlayStation 3. Trot. What just happened? Greg, how many players did MAG support? Oh, Jesus. 200. What? It was? No, what? I don't no. know. It was like a million. Two 256. 56. Yeah. Remember, it stood, it stood for massive action game in the beginning, and then they just got rid of that, and then they just, yeah. it was mag. Why two fifty six? That seems like such a random number. It was the way it what was the way mean? the squadrons broke down. Why not two forty eight? That would have. Oh, but come on, two hundred forty eight. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, you're you're going right to pay sixty bucks for a game that only allows me to have two hundred forty eight <laughs> players. Come on, sorry, my bad. Uh, so pe- this is uh, Patrick Bach, head of Dice, developer of Battlefield Three, is saying. Um, where is he saying? Oh, so. Talking about how players being less on consoles. Do the Swedish accent? He has a Swedish accent. I wish he was saying. He's like. That's Swedish, right? It's actually that's what it says in the quote. It says we use the same engine, same technology, the same animation system, same lighting system. Our aim is to give the player the exact same experience and not try to dumb down the console version. He says the same exact experience, but to me there'd be a big difference. There's three times more, three times as many people playing on the PC version. But are the maps scaled? Yes. They're more compact. The maps are going to be like more compact on the console version. So, so console players get different maps and fewer players. But it's yes. the same experience. I was just going to say, wait a second. Engine. It's the exact same everything, right? So there's... I'm confused. So talking about the maps, he says, it's not that we have cut them in half, but we tried to compact them slightly to keep the action up. Because there's fewer people there. Yeah. Why? Is that a big deal for console gamers? No. So how many players did the, did Battlefield Bad Company two allow? I think it was yeah, it wasn't twenty. It wasn't. Six, I think it was twenty four. On console, was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> when you're playing a multiplayer game, uh, there's a huge difference between sixty four and twenty four. But once you're in that sort of twenty four below, that's kind of the norm, right? I mean, or even less than that. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of you know four v four games and even eight v eight. I mean, you could sit here and make a big stink about it, and you know, certainly we ran a preview on it actually last week where. Uh, we saw for the very first time the uh, the PS3 version of the game. To date, as they showed us the game, they had only showed us the P uh, the PC version. Ah, so and we still have not seen the 360. We still have not seen the 360 version. What so. are you hiding here? What does it mean? <laughs> Bring it out into the light. Does it not work, y'all? So, Just but, ran I mean, to my knee on this console. Anyway. But in reality, <laughs> in, in reality, Damon, here, here's a question, right? Um, how many how many players does Call of Duty support? I don't know, Finn. I'm not a Call of Duty player. Anybody know this? 
No. None of us are. But Call of Duty is a very different game than Battlefield. It is, it is. Like, Battlefield is, like, large scale. There's lots of vehicles. There's jets and boats and True, but you know, I, tanks. I have half a mind to think that somewhere in there, as they are putting this together, they're thinking that's what they're going up against and that the experience... Uh, needs to at the very least be competitive towards that. So if they're in that sort of window, I'm sure they're thinking that they're going to be providing what people are used to. Although, you're right, Battlefield's a very different type of game. It's also more of a PC game than Call of Duty is, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, it started on PC. Uh, I mean, you, well, there's a yeah. lot of PC gamers out there that would probably, you know, not like the sound of that. Lots, oh, really? of, lots of people play Call of Duty yeah, on PC. Call of Duty sure. was like, Absolutely. You know, the original, it, the early Call of Duty I, I, games. I think of Call of Duty now as a, as a console game, as an Xbox 360 game more specifically. Right. No, no, I, I hear okay. that. That's where the momentum took yeah. it. We, we're talking a lot about you know the difference between uh, PC and consoles. So for the final time, I'd like to invite Charles on yet on to. Uh, oh, Piazum, ATI Radeon cards. Wow. Thanks, Charles. It's did uncanny, you, right? Yeah. Do these uh, do these mics move up? Because I think you'd be too tall mm-hmm. for these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll edit that in. I'm that's sorry. What, that was, I love Charles. No I love Charles, and I, I I would love to have him on here. I love Charles. Charles. Oh, he's a Charles great podcast. He is awesome on podcasts. He's awesome, and he refuses to do them. We were talking about the words that I won't say earlier. Correct. Uh, Charles will not say the word penis. We've tried for years. He will, he will not say it. All right, yeah. I'm going to make a mental note of that. Sometime yeah. within the next 10 years, we will hear him <laughs> ten years. Right. You know, you have to have long-term oh, on, goals. Set your on, his, on his next empl- employee evaluation, <laughs> what do you need to work Say penis. No, no, no. It's, it's just, oh, and by the way, Charles, can you just read the sentence real quick? Yeah. I did a great but job. Have, I deserve a. Penis. You could have penis on the on the flip side of the page so that like he c- won't see it coming, and then you know mm, that would really right get him. Yeah. There it is. He would say it. Or you oh, could yeah. trick him with word association. What if we just make all right neutron synergy? You got a lot of free time coming up. You no, know, sure. you're going into Damn games it. now. Yeah. You're going into games now. Go in and make a game that has penis in the title, and then we make Charles review it and do a video review. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I'll uh, I'll bring that up on my first day at my new job. So here's HR, all that stuff. Sure. I'll sign the papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, look, I got a pitch for you. I look over and his just whole notebook is penis doodles. <laughs> I've been waiting for a month <laughs> like yours. High five, star wipe. That reminds me, I forgot when I, when I announced you were leaving, I, I was supposed to say that you were leaving to just work on Neutron Synergy yeah, full time. I'm just focusing on Neutron Synergy. We got, we got so many games in the pipeline. We got uh, the Jumping Fellows. Yes. We've got uh, Ryan and Damon and the Curse of the Blood Orange. Yes. We've got Super Spaceship Brothers. Yes. What, what's going on with the litigation against Monsters Probably Stole My Princess? Uh, I haven't heard back from Joel Speederman lately, uh, but uh, he's been traveling a lot. So, uh, Monster around. Surprise was the name of that game. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, It'll be, it's going to be great that you can finally. I, I think it's great that you're leave, you know finally following your passion. Yes. IGN reader, what's this guy's name? Goat Hill One. That's a good one. Things ever been to Goat Hill Pizza? Mm, pizza. Talking about Battlefield on consoles, he says, uh, "Why has PS3 been bundled up with Xbox yet again and received a below par game made to the Xbox? As Mag what? can have 256, and both Resistances have had 64 players online. Which they're dialing down Resistance Three now because nobody liked that. So yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, they're just going with the tides here, buddy. Calm down. What's the question? He's wanting to know. He, he's, <laughs> he's thinking he's that the reason that the PlayStation 3 version can only have 24 players is, is because it's being oh, made, built alongside the 360 version, which can only have 24 players. Obviously, the PS3 version can have more because these games had more. I see. It's a good argument. Yeah, it's <laughs> solid. Compelling. Rock solid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because the, the, the story here isn't that DICE is coming out and saying, yeah, guys, we just we, we want to tailor-make this experience for the console, so 
with that in mind, we're ha- we're creating a, a game that's going to host or, or accommodate less players. That's not what they're saying. What essentially what they're not saying is that uh, it's just not going to run the same on PC. So they want to make sure that they don't have to dumb down the game. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a that's a fair argument. I, I haven't read the story, but does it does the PC version run on dedicated servers and the console versions do not? This information is not available to us at this time. In wow. fact, you can't ask that question at this time because. If nope. so, then nope. it would make sense. That would that would may help explain why. But why, but why not make the consoles run on dedicated servers? Then? Because you have to go through the platform holders to make that happen. Like they, mm-hmm. that's why Gears of War. Like that's why yeah, Gears of War such a hard is time. on dedicated servers. Yeah, but like they they have a, like exclusive publishing deal with Microsoft, so it's easier for them to do that. Um, so you don't want the experience to be different on PS3 and 360. Uh, if well, the dedicated servers are handled differently for each platform. So it seems like a smart move, since Call of Duty is really aligned with Xbox, is to strike a deal with PlayStation to offer dedicated servers to PlayStation 3 p- players. But then they risk pissing off like their Xbox, p- the people who would have bought the Xbox version yeah. of the game. I mean, so I, they're in kind of a you know, sticky situation. Quite a pickle, it's you a, might I say. I like to call it a sticky wicket. What the hell? <laughs> That's not even a thing. No one's ever called it. I made that up. It's like a penis doodle. See, the I, ones that you make up, up actually no, are You should Google it. It's a real thing. I like pickles. Actually, Colin Campbell would probably know what a sticky wicket is. Mm. Wow. That, that's an interesting tidbit. I, I think would that... You, what, what would happen if you cock up the sticky wicket? I, you'd, you'd have, again, another okay. interesting titty bit. I'm uh, sorry. I think that uh, there's a possibility of that potentially happening because, I mean, look at what we're seeing so far on console. The game comes out in, what, 90 days? And the first time that we're seeing the game on console is now. And what are we seeing it on? PS3. Three. And so the, I, ca- I called it? Uh, maybe you did. I called it. They, the game previously was only shown on console on the <clears throat> Jimmy Fallon show. Is that right? He gets all those. Games. And what was it shown on? PS3. PS3. Mm-hmm. So th- there could be an argument for that. Or, you know, at the very least we could, you know, uh, conjecture that that might be happening. I'm waiting for it on Vita. I'm just <laughs> waiting for the Vita version. You and me we'll both, see. brother. Ad hoc, we play ad hoc. I'm gonna get the 3G version. I don't have to worry about ad hoc anymore. I'm waiting for Wii U. I kind of like ad hoc. Uh, so Battlefield 3 comes out in October. You know what? You know what else comes out in October? October. No, wait, wait, wait. I thought it comes out in September. Batman. No, not Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3. You said September 23rd. Or I did do not. I said October years? 25th. You're making things up. Yeah. Maybe I am. October. It's the whiskey's dry. gone to his head. I'm, I'm going to listen back, though. I think you did. I think the whiskey went to his beard. Maybe it did. Uh, you know what else comes out in October? Beard. October 4th, to be exact. No. Both Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown oh my God, come out right. on Blu-ray. We announced that today. Exclusive. It was an IGN exclusive. Exclusive. Does it have any extras? There, yeah, there's going to be some extra features on there. Sweet. Yeah. There's some tidbits. Uh, Jackie Brown is uh, the namesake of my cat, as most, uh, I'm sure, the mm. listeners know. My cat is adorable. Hey, Ryan. Pretty can, cute, yeah. Can you pass that rye? I can. Thank you so then much. Then we pass it to me after that. Absolutely. But uh, I thought you drink slower. Yeah, I know. He's, he, well, now he's like trying to make <laughs> me look bad. So <laughs> Ryan's a lot. Uh, Jackie Brown is an uh, underrated Tarantino film. Agree or disagree? I think it's rated accurately. I enjoyed it, but I think it's rated accurately. Rated accurately, maybe underviewed or underenjoyed. Hmm, I don't think Mm -hmm. think it was viewed as much. Yeah, Um, I agree with that. I'll agree with that. Greg, you just saw it recently, right? I did, yeah, within the last six months. I think it came out during a period of uh, uh, Tarantino fatigue. Yeah, Hmm, that's a good point. Well, I mean, it came out... Like a couple years after Pulp Fiction. Well, and he also yeah, did that weird that? Four Rooms movie. And oh, I, yeah. I think people yeah, saw Yeah, he did a bunch the, of weird stuff. He did like he From Dusk Till Dawn. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, oh, no. no. Father of the Bride. Right. Do you remember Destiny Thrones on the radio? 
Does anybody no. see that awful movie? He no. was like a starring actor in that, and he was really? awful. Oh, the movie's so bad. Yeah. He should never be in movies. From Dust of Dawn actually, was amazing. He was good in. I still haven't seen du- From Dust of Dawn because oh, some yeah, people. Yeah, I haven't. Crazy. But well, how can you not? I just haven't seen it. Oh so my god! You, you, see, some people like Harvey it's not. Cheap it was not reviewed well. Like it, you know. No, the reason, like it, the reason like I love that movie is because I didn't know anything about it when I went to see it. I didn't either. I saw it totally like on a fluke. I saw it in the theater. Me too. too. Yeah, and, and I was like, and for oh the first three quarters of the movie, you're like, ah, it's a pretty good kind of gangster movie. It's a getaway movie, and then what the hell? Yes, awesome. Okay, I'm totally gonna watch this. Do you know anything about it? I know it's a vampire movie. Oh, oh, yeah. that's, that's all yeah. that I know. Spoilers. Uh, you just ruined it for yeah, everybody. Listening. Everyone who knows that generation Sully. The movie's only 15 years come old. Come on, Damon. Everybody knows it's a vampire movie. I didn't. Just turn the podcast off. Anyway. Please don't. Say poop. Who loved the hell out of Double Dragon 2 on the NES? Who didn't? I didn't like I'm it. raising my hand. Did you, I never you, you didn't have that one? Well, I know a lot of people that did. I like the first one a lot. Yeah. Uh, even you played that one, Greg? I don't know. No, you didn't. They didn't all run together. All right, KZ and I. I played it, yes. So, it's no Streets I mean, it's, of Rage. It's not the greatest game, but certainly no, it was good. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, Double Dragon 2 came out in the arcades. It was ported to NES. They're kind of different, but, you know, same basic game side story and brawler, sequel to D- Double Dragon. Awesome Brothers. Palette Swap. Double Dragon 2 is coming to Xbox Live Arcade, we have found out today. Uh, but not the arcade, not the arcade version. It's being remade with some truly awful, awful, awful graphics. It's really how bad. Did this, how did this happen? You know, this is really strange because this popped up on a site called Co-Optimus. And so they said that Double Dragon 2 is coming to XBLA. So I was like, rip, what? So I looked on PartnerNet. Sure enough, there it was. I downloaded it. What's PartnerNet for listeners who aren't I'm sorry. PartnerNet is like the hidden Xbox Live Arcade testing ground. We, can, we have access to it if you have a, a debug uh, Xbox 360. There's a trapdoor underneath our it's offices. A, we got to go down there. I, it's, and... a, it's a developer version of Xbox Live yeah. that uh, developers can post their content on that's in, either in submission uh, yeah. uh, for at Microsoft. Um, but the good news is anybody that has a debug and a PartnerNet account mm-hmm. um, can go on and see any of this content. If you exactly. want to make your retail debug, switch it to SD mode, wrap it in a towel. <laughs> don't do that. <clears throat> Please don't, don't do that. Please don't do that, guys. Go ahead, kids. It's gonna be. So okay. I don't know why. It's really weird. It's, it's being made by this Korean developer I've never heard of before. Which it, the name escapes me. I googled the, the developer's name. Nothing. Nothing came up. There's no website about this developer. Did, did you Google it in Korean? What's that? Did you Google it in Korean? No, I did not. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Did you run it past Clements? He probably knew. Yeah, I know. He probably did. So we reached out to Edelman, uh, Microsoft's uh, PR folks. <laughs> you made it too strong, Greg. Oh, God. I only had a sip of the sun kiss left, and I thought I could fight back the captain, but it couldn't. Yeah. You get used to it. got a quarter? You get used oh, to yeah, it. I found a dollar on the ground. I'll be right back. Okay. Do we have long enough? You're going to... Yeah, sure. Greg's going to buy more orange crush for his Rome job. So Edelman was like, yeah, that's, yeah, it is coming out. <laughs> but they didn't really... Oh, we actually heard from them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then they were going to put us in contact with the developers. There's a little more about it. But anyway... I was playing it today, and uh, I don't—I did not have a great first impression of the game. Like, I, I really like the arcade. I don't know why you wouldn't just bring out the arcade original. Like, they've done, they've was had that success a, with that in the past. Game? It was Taito. 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 Now, talk about some Ooh. of the awesome. Uh, oh, so stuff. it is wonderful for its English. Ryan Geddes and I are huge fans so of funny. English. Yes. I wish I could remember some of the it's stuff. Not. Like, the, even the game description on the marketplace was awesome because it was like. 
the the two brothers will find the whereabouts of the good feeling and enter <laughs> a new world day. It's like that's what it's like. It's Happy so good. Happy time game. Yeah, and then what was the one with the fat? It was like I you must realize you're fat. No, it was uh, be, become courage to uh, to seal your fat. Or yeah, something which is supposed to be seal your fate, but it's it's written as fat. But there were many of those. Yeah, it's um, so good. So didn't Namco buy Taito, or is Taito its own company still? Yeah, it's confusing to me. In which case, I think like how is how I mean Double Dragon is a valuable brand. Jesus, right? Greg. Well, is Double Dragon a valuable brand today? Well, no. I mean, so the first not, Double Dragon. Not, wait, 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 wait a second. I, th- what do you mean no? I mean, if somebody were to come out with an actual port of Double Dragon Two. Uh, well, or, Double Dragon, the original arcade game, was on Xbox Live Arcade, but it was pulled. Right. Because well, the people that right. own the the company that owned the rights to it went uh, they went bankrupt. Right. It was pulled with a bunch of stuff. So yeah, like Speedball and too, like weird Kombat. stuff like that. Yeah. But, so that so stuff was pulled. Some, they must have sold it again. So just the the rights to Double Dragon Two were so, sold off. Like, he, here's so the discussion weird. that we were having in the office though was because there a was no developer listed and or actually was it developer published that was listed that was the Korean company. No, it's, it's just a developer. Okay, there, yeah. There's so no publisher. There's listed. no publisher. So we were sitting here thinking before we'd heard from anybody that maybe this was just. Is this a like one of those like, Korean like, yeah, like ripoff games? Hey guys, oh. let's just make a Double Dragon <laughs> game and throw it up on PartnerNet. That's, that's a good uh, Korean accent. I think yeah. That's exactly <laughs> Thank you. From the they hills do stuff of like Korea. that. Like if you. If you like if you go to go to Chinatown in San Francisco and you can buy a console that plays fifty different versions of Super Mapio Brothers, <laughs> which is Mapio, amazing. But, I know, yeah. But so I think we ruled that out because Damon, you said that. Well, Edmund has confirmed that it's actually coming. Okay, but but also remember when you were playing it, you got to a point where there oh, was yeah. some history in it, and it actually yeah. From the menu, you can look at a history of Double Dragon, and it talks about how Taito brought brought it out in '87 and all now, that. Now, technically, stuff. they could have cribbed all that too just to make sure. it make sure it they more could have legit sure. so but who knows the I, game really does not look very good though no. it's really ugly and doesn't run well in the very beginning I'll you take it during the tutorial you play as the girlfriend before she's murdered finally the story yeah. i've been wanting to and hold. she has huge bouncy boobs oh my god and she gets shot in said huge bouncy boobs yeah. but there's no wound per se but they are nearly uncovered by the, yeah. the end of the intro sequence well they're wow. they're uncovered the whole time really Oh, yeah. no, and there's a uh, there's boob physics. Yeah, I, you know, I'm saying while she's punching and jumping around, yeah. they're they're jumping around even too. Even when even when she's breathing. Mm-hmm. Now the the 3D playing the games played on as well. Like you can control a camera, and move it around, or, or did that actually no. just happen? Yeah, you were not controlling the camera. Okay, but when you got into certain angles, the camera shifted. And yeah, for cinematic a cinematic effect, I yes, think you know. because that's what these games are about. Yeah. In Double Dragon Two, can you still do the sweet jump kick that just destroys everybody? Uh, well, see, you, you couldn't the original, but I wasn't able to. I didn't achieve that when I was playing it today. <laughs> you, you didn't level and up what? Up. Well, the other thing is that Double Dragon was all about grappling. Yeah, your knees, you, sh- you should be able to get up. You knee them in the head, then you throw them of your shoulder. And I couldn't figure out how to do that. Right. Do you think you're just bad at games now? You're really good. Bad I think so. Yeah. Maybe that's just all it is. Yeah. I always tried to pick up items in Double Dragon to hit people with, and yeah. it was never the best idea. Why? You always got hit whenever yeah. you bend down to pick up yeah. a bottle or something. You, you, you got to time it exactly right, and like you got to be the and right those, distance. Those from two them by fours will only last a couple hits exactly. before they shatter. Yeah. Like real life, that was the only realistic part. <laughs> Just ask Frank West. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Double Dragon Two is is planned for September on Xbox Live Arcade. I'm sure there's plenty of time to clean it up. Fifteen dollars. Wow. For that one. Wow. It comes with a history of the freaking franchise, guys. That's right. That's true, yeah. How much would you pay for a history book, Damon? I bet more than fifteen dollars. It comes there. with the awesome loading screens. 
There are a couple games you can buy on Xbox Live Arcade right now that are totally worth $15. Bastion is one of them. Yes. Greg put up his review last week while we were at Comic-Con. Uh, but just uh, if anybody missed uh, what Bastion was all about, give, give people the spiel on that one. Uh, a really cool action RPG with a really uh, beautiful art style. Mm-hmm. Uh, How action-y is it? It's the fast-paced action genre you've been looking for. Yeah, I don't like that. No, there's pl- there's new weapons at uh, every, every level, so you can switch them out here and there. You can add uh, elixirs to change. Uh, how Is you, it your... side scrolling? No, it's, uh, it's isometric. Ah, yeah, and the world forms up underneath you as you go. In the, the real hook to it is that there's a narrator narrating the game, right. but he narrates as you play. So every action you do happens. So when you start just raging out, it talks about that. How well, repetitive is it? Well, I mean, it's actually not because yeah. that's what one of the things we were talking about that we liked about it. When you go, you have like a, a hub world that you're building up, and then when you jump out to these uh, le- le- levels, they're kind of short, and you really don't know what to expect in each one. They're different every time. That was my favorite. What I mean, the narration. Like, do you get tired of the same guy? No, he no, doesn't. It, it never it's repeats. Not, it's not like wow. it's not like the, it's the kid to a left, the kid to a right, the kid to a left. <laughs> that's what I'm picking. No, 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 it's like yeah, it's, it's but, more about like yeah, he ran, he, he finds the like. There's been a calamity that's wiped out all life in your world, right? Spoilers. So he comes up, he's like. Those were the Anderson twins. Oh, there's the bar owner. That's yeah, it's kind of cool because he, uh-huh. he like gives context to yeah. what you're doing. Like, here, here's an example. Gettys picked his nose, and it was good. Oh, thanks. Thanks sure. for telling I'm everybody sorry. what I just well, we did. We don't have a camera here. I'm just trying to... Yeah, they're missing all that stuff. Bring it to life. No, but there's so anyway, cool stuff in there. And then the Gettys new game plus is like critical to the story kind of thing as far as like I'm... I'm Going through, figuring out exactly what's happened here, because there's actually all of a sudden it goes from just being a normal, you know, hack and slash, you're running around, getting new weapons, choosing stuff, uh, doing all sorts of stuff, and then you get to a point where you have to make these choices, so the story branches, and then you replay again, and there's like hints from the narrator that he is aware that this has happened before. Wow, of, that's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought it was kind of easy at first, but when you invoke the gods, mm-hmm. it gets super hard. Totally with you. It, yeah, it's, it feels like a really easy game, and I thought, oh, well, I'm gonna burn out on this, but then you start beating these gods, and you get idols that you can add. Onto the game, so you can choose. To, you can equip as many as you want, and it uh, increases the le- amount of XP you're getting and the reward you're getting. It makes but the enemies harder, harder, but so you're getting like more XP. Halo it's like skulls. skulls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. yeah it's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like PlayStation doesn't really have anything iconic like that, so I can't really. Uh, <laughs> flow. Remember flow. But you don't have to take our word for it. I have a code for Bastion right here. One of you lucky listeners is going to win a uh, copy of Bastion for Xbox Live Arcade if you are fast enough. Here's the code. WVMVVFQYD4PW6WT3KYWKCKW2Z. Please to enjoy Bastion. So Bastion came out uh, last week as the first game of, of Summer of Arcade. This week's Summer of Arcade game is From Dust. It's also great. The review is up on IGN right now. They reviewed it uh, in the UK office. Gave it an 8.5. I've played through most of the game, and uh, I, I totally agree with their review. That's probably kind of what I was thinking about it, too. This is the one that's uh, sort of a god simula- simulator. <clears throat> too soon. Where you're rebuilding uh, this sort of island... Uh, What's that called when, when a, uh, a, a group of a tribe of people are nomadic? They're nomadic. You're helping yeah, them to uh, rebuild their their uh, their Racist. society, and you have uh, the whole world is no. That's black and white. Governed by a physics engine, a very cool physics engine, so you can pick up parts of the land and, re- and rebuild it elsewhere. Is it easy to do on a controller? Or it is. is it better you know, for so like, just the uh, left and right triggers. You know, pick up and release. The cursor around. You do, stuff up? but it moves. You know, you know, the cursor moves swiftly enough to make it easy. Swiftly, yeah. swiftly. swiftly. I like that. From Dust is very good. It's awesome. it's out what, on they, SBLA this week. Is Kevin Barra making another 
Might and Magic Clash of Heroes you know, game. Last time I saw Nathan from Cappy, uh, he wouldn't tell me what they're working on next. They're work- I think they're going to port that again to like iOS. Yeah, kind that of makes sense. That's, that's my guess. God, I don't know. So yeah, that game is awesome. That one is available on both XPLA and PSN. Very, very good game. Uh, I, they haven't done a sequel before, so I don't know. I don't know that it sold well enough to warrant a sequel. But it's a, those guys do really, really nice work. Um, here, uh, speaking about Bastion, speaking about all these cool uh, downloadable games, mm-hmm. IGN reader Interstellar Cycropt wow. says, so we have a large group who hate downloadable games and a large group who hate retail games. Who hates Same downloadable games? He's, hate these he's yeah. mentioning this in the comments. He says, while some of you want to resell your game at GameStop or on uh, Amazon for uh, a few uh, measly bucks, I would rather keep the game permanently and not have to deal with stacks and stacks of cases. This hadn't really occurred to me, but I guess, are there people out there who aren't playing these games because they, all, they really just want to buy a game and then resell it to, to GameStop? I guess. That's really maybe. sad that I, you would like, miss out on these awesome game experiences because you hand, can't resell them. The iPhone mobile gaming market <clears> is booming. And that's people making dollar, two dollar, three dollar purchase decisions left and right, and you can't resell those either. So I mean, that's a yeah. really weird disconnect Massive between like the old right? school hardcore gamer who's used to buying yeah. a game in a box, What's and box? people who are just used to Put clicking a button and getting something. Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little funky to me. I don't know who would not buy a game because they can't sell it back. Yeah. Although, what I mean, does that even mean? There like, is a larger, uh, the larger point there about just DRM in general in, in electronic media and how we all just kind of accept it now. But, I mean, it does yeah. kind of suck that I download a game and then I can't do anything with it. I can't give it to Greg. Like, I could give him a CD. Like, yeah, you should check the CD out. I can't well, I mean, you him. kind of can. Like, if you lent him your hard drive, he could play it. Yes, I'm going to remove my hard drive thing. and give it yeah, to him. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, that does suck. I mean, we've any... accepted that as the norm, but it would be great if I could download, you know, uh, Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes, and then say, wow, I'm done with this game. This is so awesome. You should check this out, Damon. And well, what's great about Xbox Live Arcade and most games on PlayStation Network is that they all have trials. You know, yeah, pretty, and they're, they're pretty. You know, they give you a really good slice of the game. That's true. You can and check out any game on the, on those downloadable platforms, which is great. And to his point, as far as stuff piling up, I mean, it depends on how much hard drive space you have. But sometimes the arcade games pile up too, and you have to like figure out what you're playing and what you're not playing, and delete them. Although you can just download them again if you ever have that itch. The, yeah. the other question you talk about, you know, piling up and stuff like that. Don't let things pile up. Don't buy a game until you're about to play it. How many games get discounted? You know, there's a giant. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. All THQ games are half off. You can get Costume Quest for ridiculously cheap if you haven't picked it up before. And yeah. You and that, ha- that happens like stack, all too. the time. I mean, so yeah. I mean, anytime a game games pile up, that's sort of the signal. Like, hey, stop what you're doing and exactly. play the games yeah. you have. You I know? mean, it's one of those things where I, I think we're used to, you know, I want to make sure that I buy this game on release date or order ahead so it's there when I want to play it. And for downloadable games, you don't have to do that because as long as you're going to be, you know, you're going to be connected to the internet for the You're not going to sell out. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about Can it. Can you pre order a game on Xbox Live? You can't. That would be so Just set it to download? Yeah. I'm sure Microsoft has thought about that. You can do it on, like, Amazon, which is dangerous. Like, I I was just looking at, like, a couple books that are coming out, and I have a Kindle, so I can just hit... Air conditioning just stopped. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's really The air conditioning was like, hang on, I want to hear what Geddes has to say about this. What is this Amazon? Amazon nonsense. But you can can one-click on a book and pre-order it right there, and then it comes to your Kindle when it's available. And that would be great to be able to do, well, even if I wanted to do not just a downloadable game or like a traditional small downloadable game, but what if I want Forza 4 
and I don't want to go to GameStop to get it. I can just hit a button, and then it delivers it to my Xbox, and I'm ready. It would it would cut out every retailer. Well, but yet now you're not just talking about the pre-order conversation. What you're talking about is cutting out the retailer. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, I mean, come on, we're going to get to that at some point. It's the infrastructure's there. It's yeah, just, totally. It's really going to piss off all the brick and mortar executives. So um, it doesn't like. Why does Microsoft care about that? What? Well, because that's the where the majority man. of their business is coming from. Yeah. it's yeah. from GameStop. I mean, and, there's, and, what I'm saying is, there's going to be a tipping point where all of a sudden Microsoft yes. realizes that yeah. it's you know they'll they'll get more direct money it's, out of it. It's like the same conversation as electric cars. I mean. Shouldn't and flying cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. And jetpacks. But, I mean, you know, shouldn't we all be driving cars that uh, get the best mileage and are super fuel, you know... Efficient. Efficient. Thank you. No problem. Um, I mean, granted, electric cars up to this point largely have looked like suppositories, which I understand, you know, turns most mm. people off. So now they're actually... Except Damon. Exactly. Kind of a turn on for me. Say poop. Um, but... Order them to do it. But it's the same thing, right? I mean, the only reason why they don't is because uh, they're used to the current model and they make a lot of money doing it, so... But I want Assholes. it. I, we do, too. I mean, look look at the marketplace. You can download full retail games right now. It's not it's not a question of bandwidth. It's not a question of them having the server space. Although, granted, I mean, if they switch to a digital model, imagine the server farms that would be required uh, to, to sort of distribute... Um, that amount of content. I mean, how many people are going to go out and buy Call of Duty on day one, and, and it, that becoming a digital, uh, a digital download? I mean, that's crush. The yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. The yeah, it would some, just destroy. Maybe, yeah. I, I hadn't never thought of that. Block. I guess the infrastructure isn't there quite no, yet to yet. go all digital. No, it's not. I think once we're in space, like once we live in space, oh, God, that there'll be. <laughs> do, you, do you think the lack of gravity? Greg hates it when anybody says anything funny about him. He's got to shut you down. Not true. <laughs> he snores through my stories. I'm trying to be serious. I, I heard it. You did snore. I know. That's true. That was you know, my wife is afraid of space. Have we talked about this? No. Space. I know yeah. that you're both afraid of monkeys. But I thought we were not going to talk about monkeys on the <laughs> podcast anymore. Thanks for making my last podcast uh, about monkeys. Uh, no, she's she's afraid of like I, I would love to go to space. If like, somebody gave me the opportunity, <laughs> I love that we're talking about space now. To go to space, I would go instantly. Like, bam, like that. But she said no way because she's afraid of the kind of outlier possibility that she would be floating hopelessly in space in a spacesuit tumbling away from the ship <laughs> wow. like di- dying in her spacesuit I like how it went from I'm going to space to I'm doing a space <laughs> I don't like why are you how about say no to the EVA if like that comes to that maybe just stay in there and watch the earth from the portal you know and like uh, well be- I mean that's obviously what would happen though if she signed up you know at some point if we get commercial space flights um, you know things would go bad and they would say uh Mrs. Geddes can you please uh, don the spacesuit and uh, go out and fix the transponder, please. The transponder. Why is the transponder on the outside of the ship? First Better of all, you, like at the other end of where you sit. Yeah. Well, I right, told her it's, right, it's inside the jet. I tried to comfort her by saying, you know, you could just have like a suicide pill with you. <laughs> but you so just that- take off the helmet. That's a good idea you, you too. Could. Just that's what he did. Pop in that one the explosive movie. bolts. Ooh, this is gonna and- kill me. What's the Gary Sinise movie where he goes away with the aliens? Oh shit. Cocoon? <laughs> oh, Curious with aliens? It's something Mars, Mars involved. Mars Attacks? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Operation Mars? Was that a real movie? From Earth it to Mars? Bruno Mar- Mars. The Mars Volta? No. Was it Mission to Mars? 
No. Yes. Ultimate Mars. Wait, wait, Project Mars. Mars. It, was it the one with uh, uh, the guy that was married to? <laughs> this sounds right. Because remember, it was the guy who okay. floated away from his wife. Tim. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The he was to Susan Sarandon. And he floated away Thank from you. his wife, and he's like, "Don't come for me." And he, he took off his helmet, and he immediately turned to ice. Well, they. they See, that's not what would happen. What do you mean? His head would explode. <laughs> yeah, you Is would. You would. You would explode because there'd be there's be oxygen like inside your body, none outside your body. The oxygen, oxygen would push you apart. What if they did the thing in the abyss where they were breathing liquid? Oh, there you go. Then he'd be fine. Yeah, then they're that fine. Don't if you breathe liquid, you should have done that. That's what they'll say to your wife. It's okay, you'll be breathing liquid. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this, the transponder is outside in the alien pen that we keep attached to the ship. I'll stay here with the baby. You go, the, you go get it. The abyss is an awesome movie. It is an is awesome movie. Is that on Blu-ray? I don't know. Probably. I think it is. I'm sure every yeah. James Cameron movie Should is be. on Laserdisc. It's on Laserdisc. Oh, Laserdisc. Sure. I remember the first time I saw Laserdisc. Did anybody have like that rich friend? Yeah. Probably yeah. Greg. Yeah, I had a friend that uh, had Laserdisc. Down the street. That, oh, no. that, that my rich friend also had the 3DO. Oh, oh God. Wow. Man, it's Sonic. Yeah, but the, the, when, the, when the big ticket Laserdiscs came yeah. out, they came with four or you know, yeah. however many it was. I love you have to flip it over, too. Yeah. It's so like, awesome. It was like I was just watching track. this last night on the third season of, Cal- of Californication. One of the... Um, uh, Kathleen Turner plays this awesome character on there, and she watches laser discs at home. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> her voice and was... has cocaine blown up her ass. So, so. Jesus Christ! I think that happened to Mission to Mars. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but remember the the really pimped ass uh, laser disc players um, right before that whole thing got phased out actually would play both sides, so you wouldn't have to flip. Them. Oh yeah, that's a that's on. that's when you. That's know like that, the future today. You know yeah. you right. arrived when you're buying a dead technology that's been. You up bring there. a girl back, and like halfway through the movie, she's like. Well, I guess we have to turn the laser disc over. <laughs> no, we don't. I have That's the right. newest Not version. And you stop for a moment. You say, hey, listen to that sound. It goes, that was the laser. You didn't realize it. I have a laser in my house, honey. I have a laser in my pants. Watching Terminator 2, Judgment Day. On Laserdisc, I remember you could pause it with such precision at the time. That was a big deal. As opposed to, like, when you pause a VCR, it would get, like, all static. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you could pause it with such precision that at the beginning when Arnold Schwarzenegger first shows up and he's naked and he gets stabbed in the the cafe, you can see that the knife bends when it hits his stomach. Uh. It was like a rubber knife, a rubber, like, prop knife. And that you could pause it with laserdisc to see that to see it bending. That you was a huge like deal. Think the people for us. who made the movie watched it on laserdisc after that, and they were like, "No, Every, everything's oh, no. changed. We can't. We can't do such special effects." The, the effect supervisor committed suicide. I'm sure. <laughs> he did it by taking his helmet off. In space. <laughs> I didn't breathe liquid. All the liquid burst out. Uh, before we check in with the listeners, our UK podcast is about to air its 100th episode, wow. and they've asked all of the other IGN podcasts to um, record a birthday greeting for them. Now, Ryan Geddes has a spot on. I do. I do amazing British accent. British accent, accent yeah. so I thought he'd be perfect to wish, the, wish them a happy uh, 100th episode. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Hello, mates. Congratulations on your 100th episode, governor. Chim chim chiroo. We're going to get in our lorries. And hold our torches high for the Biscuit Festival. We'll have a tidbit of tea and a spot of crumpets. Well, now you've got to kind of end it now. So happy, happy <laughs> birthday! Congratulations <laughs> on episode 100. Why won me over? Also, why is your media so crazy, <laughs> English? Inside of me! <laughs> Sorry.
Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. This is Luke Monahan. <laughs> I Luke, like that name. Luke Monahan. Luke Monahan gets a lot of ass, I bet, unless he's underage. Guess is showing me cute pictures of his baby. In space. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, come home. Luke. Shut up. And the cat's in the cradle <laughs> and the silver spoon. <laughs> Uh, Luke says, Dear Gamescoop, happy anniversary. That's right, it's our anniversary. Last year's post-Comic-Con show was the first one I listened to. Aww, Luke! We didn't get you anything. It was also the night I fell in love, although he doesn't elaborate on that. I'm assuming he's in love with us. Since then, I've listened to every show. I've even met Damon and Greg and toured IGN, including the room where the magic happens. Just wanted to say thanks, and I love you. Oh, we love you too, Luke Monahan. My name is Luke, this is my email, and I'm out. Chong, 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 chong. Look more hard. It sounds this like is, a lost character. You're gonna like you're gonna like this name, Greg. This is Royce Butler. Ooh, uh, Royce Butler. I like that name quite a bit because he is a huge IGN fan and was part of the initial uh, NCAA podcast Beyond Dynasty a few years ago. He's got a few questions. Number one: Is GameSpy being phased out? I will let Casey Lynch handle this one. GameSpy is not being phased out. Although there's a lot of changes going on, we just. Uh, hired a new editor in chief, uh, who's from Down Under, where oh, everything's upside down. And everything's what's that? I think he's. Doing, I, I come from a land down under. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a uh, ringtone. I'm sorry that I can't. I can't make instruments come out of my mouth. <laughs> so Ben Ring in charge, a former IGN employee. You might remember from back in yeah. the day. Yeah. So uh, so Bennett's on board. GameSpy's alive and well. There, uh, the rest of the guys are still here in the office. Um, their main focus. <laughs> the rest is the of guy. the guy. <laughs> Ryan Scott is the guy. Exactly. So, hey, um, Stinko oh, man. Boy. Everybody says that you're the guy, but I want to be the guy too. I don't know what that's from. From Homestar Runner. Okay. Paint the whistles. So uh, they are going to be primarily focusing on PC gaming. So dead platform. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. No, this is a No, I think Battlefield 3, Battlefield 3 is going to bring it back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you can have uh, 58 people or something. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm sorry, this is, who is this? Dragos. I thought Royce Butler had a couple of questions. Yeah. Oh, and well, so, anyways, Royce, yeah, GameSpy's going. Well, well his, his other question, question is, was, yeah, we his it. other question is, where is Ryan Scott? Ryan Scott, is, he's still here. Oh, he's yeah, right he's still behind there. you. He, he shares a desk with Colin. He's on the other side of Colin. He sits Not on Colin Moriarty, Colin Campbell. He sits on Colin. Oi! You know how Creighton Barrel has C2? That's, yes. what, that's what Colin Campbell needs. We need to call Colin Campbell C2. Isn't it oh, CB2 Jesus. or something? It is CB2. Okay, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. It is CB2. Oh, and you know, speaking of CB2, Anthony Gallegos and I earlier... We're having a conversation about droids in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I find I found out that R two D 2s name R two is the designation of his make, and D two is his actual like unit number. So there's an there could be an R two D three out there who looks just like R two D two and is an astromech droid, snore noise, but now actually noise. a li- different personality <laughs> than R two D two. Now I'm not gay. But <laughs> wait a second! I thought you just revealed that you but, just now talked to a woman earlier. I th- I think I'm actually in love with Anthony Gallegos. Yeah, he's a beautiful he's man. A good man. He's got those. He's eyes. a tortured soul. He's yeah. he is. He's brooding. <laughs> he has the most depressing Twitter feed ever. I like to imagine yeah. he goes home and whips off the train conductor hat and his shirt and just like has a giant thing of uh, white canvas. He just hurls. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. Erasure is playing in the background. <laughs> wow. That is depressing. Anyway, this is Dragos. 
This, I think Greg can probably take this one. I would like to know if the PSP Vita will allow me to browser the internet, allowing me to view Flash videos. <laughs> you will be allowed to browser the internet. Flash capabilities are unknown at this point. Can you browser the internet? I don't think so. That, that would require Nintendo to step into this year. Also, if I want to send Whoa. in a question to the Knockin' Boots podcast, do I send it to GameScoop? Send it to me. Yeah. Gamescoop at yeah. IGN.com. Gamescoop at IGN.com. For now, we'll probably uh, spin it out into its own podcast. But for now, you can reach Knocking Boots at Gamescoop at IGN.com. Just like you can send your Gamescoop questions. One more time, Greg. What's that email? Gamescoop at IGN.com. This is Rick Van Etten. A good name, too. Lots of good names wow. today. Sounds like Dutch or something. Short and simple. I've never watched a single episode of Seinfeld. Does the series hold up? Uh, what? Yes, it does. Dun, dun, it is dun, awesome. Dun, dun, dun. So if he he's not watched it before, he should start watching it totally, now. Why would totally, you not? Totally. <laughs> he was dunking. He was dunking. Also, if, if you're on Joe Twitter, and, Greg. Episode. Oh, Seinfeld, follow Seinfeld Stories on Twitter and tell them that at Game Over Greg, he sent you. At Seinfeld Stories, <clears throat> at Game Over Greg, he sent you. What it is, and this doesn't help this kid. But if you've been a Seinfeld fan, this is basically Seinfeld fan fiction, 140 characters. It's him summarizing a show that never existed. So yeah. he just makes uh, up yeah. a, he makes up a Seinfeld episode, and most of them sound incredibly real. Okay. Is there is the ice melted, or is there still ice in there? There's still ice. There's I still want ice. I want some ice. It's a remnant, but Greg. I mean, either... but, but wait. So so here's the question that we haven't answered: Is Seinfeld really still relevant? Oh ice. yeah, it was never relevant. What? I mean, it's awesome, but there's okay, nothing no, 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 relevant you're, about you're it. You're right. It's, that's the wrong word. Uh, it, he's asking for a recommendation. Should he watch it? I would yes. say yes. Totally yeah, Absolutely yes. Yes. Yeah. So if he watches it right now, he will laugh. He'll in, think in, it's funny. In most of the, Let me hand this to you. And I would say 90% of the Seinfeld episodes you can just jump into. Yeah, like if you absolutely. see it on TV, there's no backstory. Well, I mean, maybe maybe they're going to talk about you know George being engaged, or maybe you know, oh, whatever. Yeah. That's that's like the one thread Spoilers. that'll be all. Yeah, I know. Oh, but you ha- you have to be ready to deal with uh, a little bit of um, aged there's look. An, yeah, yeah, right. Like like right. Uh, that comes from the time when men still tucked in their shirts. Yeah, it's exactly. like and, watching and hair, a lot of very hair. tight like Levi's. Yeah. Watching fifteen oh, year old Seinfeld episodes is like watching a <laughs> modern British television show. Kind of. Yeah. There's lots of cereal. It's Bad production values. Mm. And what was the last time you gave anyone a label maker as a present? Yeah, there you go. That's Seinfeld. God, mm-hmm. whoa. The Costco, what was the most the recent episode? Seinfeld amazing. stories. She hates Elaine hates Pringles, and what was the other? I don't know story what the other thread? thread was, but yeah, that was the secondary thread. Is that Elaine hates Pringles? This is from Sweaty Gazelle. Okay, aren't all gazelles sweaty? I just listened to your latest podcast, guys, and it was awesome. So anyway, I assume you guys have been gamers for a long time. I was wondering if you guys had any tips on how to make friends who are into gaming. You see, I go to college. Most of the people I meet don't play games. None of my three roommates ever have ever even owned a game console. I have a few friends from high school who are really into Halo and Modern Warfare, but that's about it. So by the way, my name is Chris. I'm 20 years old, and I'm from Massachusetts. So is he in college now, he said? He college. says yes now. Okay. Uh, so, well, there's that. And I was just going to say, so my IGN. Totally. My IGN is a great place to meet gamers and fellow IGN readers. Post on there that you're, you're, where you're from, where, what school you go to, and you'll, you'll meet other people yeah. that way. The, the it's it's I, simple, yeah. The other thing I would say is do something at your dorm or your room or your apartment or whatever that's, like, gaming related. Like, play Rock Band or something. Or, oh, like, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, play a game that people are going to relate rock to. Rock like, Band. Don't nice. Do, I'm just saying. Can't let it go. He lives in Boston. <laughs> you should invite the I, harmonics. Kids over and have fun. Two suggestions. <laughs> One, he might be worried about 
his dorm mates thinking he's a nerd if he plays games in his room or whatever. So he should put up something that only a gamer would recognize, like on his door or it's something. code? What would yeah. that be? Maybe it's Triforce? like a, a little Space Invader or a Triforce or, you know, whatever it is. Nathan Drake's uh, penis. That's true. Like That's that. true. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, like, there, a lot of colleges have clubs, right? Like, uh, you know... Whatever it is, if there's like a tabletop gaming club or something like that, you can get involved with those losers. It depends on what kind no, of game. But he, he just likes. wants to meet. He just wants to meet gamers. He's right, gonna right. meet gamers yeah, that way. It if he depends does that. What, if I, he's into like I, RPGs and first, MMOs and stuff like that, he'll totally meet people there. The first and easiest step, without going to the fucking loser club of your oh, college over there. Oh, Anthony Gaius is here with his Ta- I think tabletop. I think tabletop gaming is cool for the record. I played. I have played my share of heroes. I have played my. Sure. I love Magic the Gathering. Actually, myself. wrestling is a kind of tabletop game. True. Except it's got sweaty men in it. But no, go with Damon, because my IGN has a booming community. How many people <clears throat> have we seen? It's it's weird. There's a new generation now of my IGN, or community kids, right? I remember the old days. Remember the hobbies. Your Brits. Mm-hmm. Your Walter Lopez. Mm-hmm. They've all mm-hmm. gone on to bigger and better things. Look at that. And if you're in, in Massachusetts, you're required to go to PAX East. Yep, get Panda mm-hmm. with yeah. us. Yes, oh, that's yeah, a really duh. good idea. Yeah, that's a great oh, idea. Oh my god, yeah. There you go. But, I mean, tell me this. Like... If you're in your dorm or wherever it is, if it's an area where there's actually like other college kids or whatever, if you're playing a game loud or something, totally, people are gonna, you know, especially if it's. And I'm not trying to push rock band here, believe me. I'm just saying, like that's a super accessible game. Yeah, anybody, easy. everybody likes Guitar rock band or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, no, no. In my definitive college, I have three definitive college video game moments in my freshman year. One was when I first got there and knew new one, no one, new one, knew no one in Missouri, and I, I walked out one day to go to classes and I heard heard. The SmackDown two sounds, and I ran down the hall looking for the door, <laughs> found it, and he's one of my lifelong friends from then on out. And then yeah, we got SmackDown. It was me. SmackDown, just bring it, play that, and then GTA. When GTA three came out, I let I left my room open, and people would come in just to have me drive around and listen to Chatterbox. They didn't care what I did. They didn't want me to do anything. They just wanted to listen to Laszlo talk. I mean, you could just open your door and even play like a shooter, and people would be like, "What the hell's going on?" For me, it was my dorm room playing Neverwinter Nights. Whoa. And uh, Jesus. There, there was an, there was another another guy on my do- on my floor. He walked by. He saw me playing Neverwinter Nights. And he came in. He was like, "Oh my God, I play Neverwinter Nights." And we we became friends because of that. I happened to be in a little bit of a nerd dorm, but uh, mm. you know, hey, it was easy. I'm you, really old because mine was Maximum Carnage, Spider Man. Oh my God! Wow, yes. you were in college oh when when, when the Super Nintendo was out. You were in college. Oh I, my God! I was in fourth. <laughs> I was in seventh grade. Oh my god! Why did I say? I wasn't even born yet. I know. I know. What are you like? (laughs) (laughs) No. Even if he wasn't born yet, even if he wasn't born yet, he could still be twenty years old now. Like that's how fucking old these games are. Anyway, Jesus, I don't like that. (laughs) This is Sean Evans. I missed Comic-Con, but picked up a $10 used copy of X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, hey, good job. I always tell my friends the Cap America game will suck, just like Green Latron and all movie <laughs> tie-in games because they letter R rushed. However, X-Men Origins is a very good game. Do you guys know of any good movie tie-in games? Now, X-Men Origins <laughs> was sort of a fluke. Yeah. I mean, it was a really it was cool good. game. But what, what they did right with that is that it didn't follow the movie storyline, yeah. and they made it bloody. Exactly. The way Wolverine would be. Wolverine has always been very violent. 
I wish. And I the mean, fucking movies are PG thirteen, and they can't show any blood. I, would, I mean, I still hold out hope that somewhere Raven is making another Wolverine game off the books that has nothing to do with the movie. They're just making a Wolverine game that can come out with the next Wolverine movie because that would be so great to see them not restricted to having involved the Blob and all this backstory for the X Men Origin games because that's what's wrong about it, right? Like lunging at people, watching your skin get blown apart down to a skeleton and continue yeah. the fight was awesome. Yeah, he he would like uh, put his fist up to someone's head and then retract his claws or. What's the, what's the opposite of retract? Retract his claws? Yeah, right right his through claws, his skull. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's what I do usually. Uh, I track my claws all the time. Hmm. You're just a tracked and fool. I am. It's a tidbit. Tip yeah, so, but I don't... The reason why that game is good and why Arkham Asylum is good is because they didn't... They, they weren't movie direct movie time. So, well, so, I I mean, it is, I agree that, yeah. Separate category, right. I mean, that's a, I mean, a comic book game, but but, I mean, you could make the same argument, like what, uh, or a question actually, like what are good licensed games? And, you know, Arkham Asylum for sure. Uh, I don't know about, there's not a ton of movie games that are like super awesome. I mean, obviously there's Riddick, um, oh, right, right, I'm talking right, right, in this generation. Like, what's, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. crazy is uh, we've we've been talking about a lot of older games recently here, um, and you know, in, in because s- we're old in the SNES generation, Genesis licensed games were really good. Well, it's because it was easier, right? Well, like, I mean, yeah, you figure, yeah. you figure, like I love Spider-Man on the Genesis, but it's a Shinobi clone, and it wasn't tied uh, to a movie. It wasn't tied to a new movie, but it was you know, it was like, it, it was an easy port over that you were able to put out. One of my favorite uh, licensed uh, games back in the day was Adventures of Batman and Robin. That game was mm-hmm. amazing on SNES. Yeah, like, thinking looked so. That was one of those games where you would show people like, oh my god, this is Super Nintendo. It looks so good. Yeah. Um, but in this generation, what uh, what are you I'm what are you cooking up think, in your mind there? What say you? Sorry, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> what I'm realizing is, unless I'm mistaken, I have never purchased a licensed game, ever, ever. Now wait, wait, wait. how how what far the- back does your gaming go? You had an NES. I had. How could you avoid a licensed game There's on no the way. NES? You never played Disney's okay. Aladdin. Well, I'm not saying I never owned that game, but I didn't buy it. So uh, like, I got that game as a gift. I'm trying to think of a game so, I went out and bought with my own money, whether it was in 1989 so Ninja or... Turtles, Ninja Turtles on the NES. I was just going to say Ninja Turtles. Nope, I played it in the arcade. Why do I want... I didn't need it at home. All my friends and I went and played it in the arcade. <laughs> no, that's why you wanted it at home, because you played it in the arcade. Yeah. It was, you never bought an X-Men game? No, I'm not a comic guy. Never? You no. didn't play DuckTales on the NES? Nope. I actually, I rented it. Okay. Like, back back then, you rented um, games. My friends and I went to the corner store, and we rented games all the time. I wasn't a rich brat like Greg. I couldn't just I buy everything I wanted. I lived in unincorporated Glen Ellen. I didn't have sidewalks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you tell but, the story Gre- about Greg the was kid a, who came over to your house. Greg was an only like, child. You weren't an only exactly, child. Yeah. Greg got whatever he wanted, had, just like today. I had yeah, 30 exactly. brothers and sisters. <laughs> we couldn't afford it. I, I'm trying to think. I've never... I mean, I've gotten games free working at IGN. Somebody would get... I'd get Batman Arkham Asylum or whatever Money else. had... But I, I, mean, I don't surely, think I've ever went out and bought because I feel like I already have have experienced that property in comic form or movie form or TV form or whatever. Why do I want to buy the game version? I'd, you never, I'd rather have a new experience in a game. You didn't buy uh, Butcher Bay, no. Although that is a really good game. You didn't rush out and buy Revolution X. <laughs> no, I did not on Sega Saturn. What about racing games with real cars? In them? that doesn't count. That does not count. Mm-hmm. I I buy those games. Okay. But what, about, that's well, different. what about Madden? That's a license game. I don't play yeah, sports right. games. Look at this nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look like cares? a guy who goes home and plays Madden? I don't. Look no. at my pocket protector. I was going to say, I imagine you go protector. home, you put on your blazer with your elbow patches, and <laughs> <laughs> your pipe next to some Voltaire. You never yeah, bought any, any Star Wars Solaria. game ever? Oh, thank you, Star okay. Wars. Okay. Oh, uh, damn it, Damon, you did it! Yes! yes. KOTOR. Yeah, I bought KOTOR. Apology accepted. Man. The Star Wars count, though, really? 
<laughs> Let's not count Star Wars. We can't count Star Wars. Oh. Well, All right. Well played, Dan. We, we've arrived at our final question here. Oh. And it comes from Parker, and it's a question for Greg. Oh, okay. With the recent end of Smallville, I was just wondering what Greg thought of the show and what other superhero oh, wow. he would like a show made for. Smallville, man. It was a tumultuous relationship. Smallville was very good through season two, and then it took a turn for the worse. Yeah, that's it, what I hear. It only limped on eight more years, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um... I mean, all in all, I, I you know I cried when it ended. I cried when uh, Clark walked. Really, down final the episode? Yeah, not, oh not the finale. Just when Clark, there, there's, there's this very touching scene when Lois is about to get walked down that aisle, and her father's not there, and Clark's not there, and he sneaks up behind her and grabs her hand, and they walk down the aisle together. It was very, it was very touching. And then it turns out that Oliver Queen's been touched by Darkseid, and he tries to put a golden kryptonite ring. <laughs> Sorry for waiting for the DVDs, everybody. Gaddis <laughs> <laughs> is getting chills though. Anyways, no. It, now uh, Gaddis is crying. I enjoyed the ride. It was, it was, a, it was a touching. Clark. It was a touching. Uh, it was a touching. Ride. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I thought the finale was good. I thought it was a cop out that Tom Welling didn't want to wear didn't want to wear the suit. So there's never a, totally there's never agree with me here. Yeah, I there's, totally agree. There's with never you. a full body you. shot of him in the suit except some yeah. CG and then him tearing open a shirt, which are cool moments. I don't understand why they waited seven years to get married. Whatever. Um, so it was good. Another uh, you know show that I'd like to see. Another superhero I'd like to see. Um, what show made for him? Aquaman. No, fuck Aquaman. Submarine. They tried that shit. No, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to pitch a Marvel character, please. I'd, I'd love to see more content. Swamp Thing. Well, I don't understand what's happening so long getting Young Justice. <laughs> so Swamp Thing was a good show. Yes. I watched the hell out of Swamp Thing. That, that was a good comic, too. It's it's a good movie. Swamp Thing. Do you remember the Toxic Avenger movie? Yes. <laughs> How could you forget? What's the so name good? of the, the studio that made all those movies? Trauma. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Swamp Thing movie was great, though, with Ray Wise. Oh, it was good. It was good. Adrian yeah. she had he, those big he put moves. his limb, he gets his limb cut off, he puts it in the, in the sun, it grows back. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, photosynthesis. Yeah. All right, fine. Just make another Swamp Thing show. I'd be into that. But what, uh, you have to come up with some character that, that, ha- that does it have to be a superhero or just comics? Well, just, or what's novels? the, ch- Invincible? Oh, Invincible show would be good. good what pick, about the Runaways? Good pick. No, I like Dexter's. No, I, I don't, I have nothing against Runaways. I feel spoiled because I want to say Connell, Superboy, but he's already in Young Justice, even though that's been on hiatus forever. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. And the Batman you don't want to do, he's already been done. Okay. Well, what Parker about miniseries. Why the Last Man miniseries? That's not bad either. That or Invincible. That's what I'm siding with. And they make Walking Dead, so I can't. I can't complain. My life's pretty good because I like shows that are on TV. <laughs> Parker also says, if you're scooping this Friday the 29th, I would just like to tell you it's my birthday. Aww. Thanks for the awesome show. It always a bit makes my week. Uh, Parker, we're not scooping on Friday. We're scooping on, on Tuesday. But there's no reason we can't wish you a happy birthday. Are we putting this up ahead of time? Or I'll put, it in, my out, I'll put it in my outlook. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to go up, I Greg. I assume it's going to post on Friday. So happy birthday, Parker. Happy birthday, Parker. Happy birthday. Let's talk about Thanks, Parker Lewis can't lose. That oh was God, so, a show. I recently Netflix that. Does not hold up. It's not like Seinfeld. Uh, Even Kubiak? Uh, I was going to uh, say Kubiak. Okay, interesting. It doesn't really I hold up. I went to an Alice in Chains concert uh, in the early 90s in Los Angeles, and Kubiak was there. Yeah. And wow! In the crowd? In the crowd, and I asked him to throw me up on the crowd so I could crowd surf. So I Kubiak crowd surfed. Oh, he wow! Did he did it. He, did. he threw oh, me up. Oh, yeah, because okay. I think it was during the first season or something like that, if I recall. Which I'm, you know, I'm old. Yeah. But uh, I don't think he was super visible at that point, or you know, yeah, had, yeah, maybe yeah. had a lot of people talking to him or whatever. And I was like Kubiak, and he fucking th- he threw me up. Can oh. I cuss? I always want yes, to... you can. Oh, yeah. I've been cussing this whole time. I, I always want to know when, when somebody tells a weird celebrity. Oh my story, god! Look who's peering in. That they threw right somebody now. up there. That you know, I saw this celebrity doing whatnot. Does this ever get back to them? And do they remember that? Like if Kubi, you know, if Kubiak heard that story, be like I remember that. 
I hope he does. It was a really great show. It actually, and it wasn't even a. I just remember Alison Chase was playing. Um, it was like a big um, AIDS benefit in the early '90s at the Hollywood Palladium, and there were a bunch of bands that played. The Red Hot Chili Peppers played. Cool. Um, <laughs> Hi, Clements. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, we have been joined by Ryan Clements. Woo! How's it going, everybody? We're Ryan, actually, hey. uh, the entire episode's been dedicated to K-pop. It well, should be pointed out that Ryan Clements is drinking a warm blue moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you are—you're slinking around like you're a little tipsy right now. No, I, I actually only, this is only my second drink. Everyone so. in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> yep. yep. And hey, Clements, what are we what are we doing later tonight? Yeah, actually, that's why I came in here. I just wanted to see if we were supposed to wait for people to go get dinner. Dinner. Because, uh, that's what what's going to happen. Dinner. Uh, after dinner, we about. may or may not be drinking with the hosts and uh, uh, food aficionados of Epic Meal Time. That's the plan. Smart, fucking smart. I, from uh, my swear, from right? my calcu- yeah, okay. from my calculations, we have an hour and a half before we're supposed to meet them, so we have time to eat beforehand. Right. So no, translation, we have time to so drink. So here's, yeah. here's my. Uh, we're going to the usual spot near our office. It's not Pete. Twenty first Amendment. Oh, good. Correct. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I could. Well, I guess I. Wait. Could whoa, say whoa, it. What's the problem with Pete's? The food is bad. Oh my God, Ryan! You take this one. I, I don't. I've you have no defense. It's not good. He, Damon, help he, me out here. This is it's also, also not terrible. It's, a, it's just is, fine. It's just man, middle of the good. road. This is the no, that, it's just middle of the road. Get food the is not good. I'll, I'll eat the their cheeseburger. Swiss. Ew, mushrooms are disgusting too. You are an idiot. You're fired. You know what? Satan. Satan sits in his evil spiky throne, and in one hand he has mushrooms, and in the other hand he has warm fruit. Where do the monkeys fall into this? They're in back of him. Blowing horns, <laughs> blowing golden trumpets. I would, I would like to say that you are the man that hates bananas, which I think is bananas are disgusting. One of the cardinal sins. Monkeys, bananas, Monkeys warm eat fruit. Bananas. Okay. Uh, you don't like any of this stuff. Well, how can you hate bananas? It's like the perfect hangover. Uh, I can't even the smell of really? it alone. Is oh, yeah. Good. Do you ask me to eat a banana in the morning? Really good for oh, you. It's, yeah, it's uh, also, Damon, I'm sorry I interrupted. I just wanted it's to okay. check. So, We're wrapping up. Wrapping yeah, up yeah, for oh, now. Oh, goodness. We love you. Greg is touching yeah, you. We have arrived at the end of the podcast. Right, Ryan. Yes. To the end of the road. You, 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 you can't let go. You back up to me. I did long to I you. Do, 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 do. Ryan Geddes, it's been a long, strange trip. It's been an honor, sir. It's been fantastic. Yeah. You'll be missed. Same. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Ryan Clements. <laughs> thank you, Casey. <laughs> thank you, Ryan Geddes. Thanks. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScube, and we're out.
strategy and game scoop. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.